This week's podcast topic was a snow-brainer. It looks like the snow was sticking around and the winter maintenance team is ready to tackle whatever Mother Nature has in store this season. The program itself, even though it's led by roads, it's a multidisciplinary uh, pro- uh, program. Bylaws involved. Uh, there's also fleets involved, or mechanics and, and fueling people. There's uh, communication that's involved. Almost every department and branch within the municipality is involved at some degree with the winter maintenance program, so it's quite huge. At any point in time during a 24-hour period, you'll see approximately 24 to 25 of our operators out there. Roads is one of those departments that's a 24-7 operation, 365 days a year. We humbly acknowledge that all that and more is recorded on Treaty 8 territory, the traditional lands of the Cree and Diné and the unceded territory of the Métis. Welcome back to another episode of All That and More. I'm your host, Jillian McDonald. On today's episode, I'm very happy to welcome Director of Public Works, Keith Smith, who's here to chat about winter maintenance zones. Welcome, Keith. Thank you, Julian. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. I think we're going to dive right into it. So let's just start off by how is the winter season looking for roads? As of right now, the winter season is looking really good. This year, uh, we're implementing the same program as last year. However, this year we have uh, four new snowblowers into our arsenal. Uh, this will be a more modernized snowblower, which will have less breakdowns and, again, newer technology. And as well, what we found is that uh, we need to do better in communicating. So our roads team every morning communicates exactly what's happening that day with our pulse team because our pulse team is our number one stop for our residents who wants to know more about what's happening in their neighborhood. So when you say new snowblowers, are these atta- physically attached to the trucks or is this a hand motion snowblower? What are we talking about so the public understands? These are snowblowers that's attached to our equipment. And our municipality is very fortunate to have this type of equipment. Typically in municipalities and towns, you do not see this. You usually see this on airstrips. It's usually used on airstrips. These snowblower attachments are what cleans up the snow. It blows it into the back of the uh, trucks and hauls it away. What kind of equipment is used for winter maintenance so that people can kind of understand the magnitude of it? Roads uh, has over 90 pieces of equipment and attachments. Now, that's not all associated to winter maintenance. We also do sweeping program in summer and the pothole program. However, winter maintenance is our biggest program. Mm -hmm. And those pieces can be used interchangeably. Like I said before, we have six snowblowers, which is quite unique. And we also have sanders and graders and plows that are used at different times at different resources throughout the community. While we're talking about equipment, I know there have been some community members who have said, you know, I've seen in other communities that they have uh, these plows that don't leave the windrows on the ends of people's driveways and streets. Why is it that the RMWB doesn't have that technology? Excellent question, Jillian. As a part of the municipality, we've always looking around to see what other organizations do and how we can do things better. The type of equipment that you are suggesting just would not work in our urban service areas. Our roads are too narrow, plus our streets or our driveways, I should say, are too close together. Mm. Typically, how that would work is that it would take the wind roll from the beginning of one driveway and deposit between driveways. However, in our municipality and on our streets, we do not have enough room for that to work. I mean, we have so many people that park on the streets. I could only imagine what a nightmare that would be. Exactly. Maybe give me a little bit of backstory here. How was the winter maintenance zone program created? Prior to 2014, there was no winter maintenance program. Uh, It was on an as-need basis. And I do recall, I did live here at that point in time, that uh, it was done pretty much once a year. There was no removal. And it caused quite rutting on residential streets. So people barely found it impassable. 
At that point in time, there was a survey, a public engagement that was done, and, peop- and true that engagement winter maintenance zones were, were created. Originally, when winter maintenance zones were created, uh, we would go into your neighborhood once a week. However, what we did find there is that uh, people would remove their vehicles and there may not have needed to be uh, a maintenance done because there was not enough snow between that seven-day period. So then what we did was we created subzones. So you had four subzones, two was active, two was not, which created more opportunity for people to park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that worked out. And then what we found is that uh, as time progressed, there was creation of uh, windrows at the end of people's driveways. Mm-hmm. So in order to help with that, uh, what we did was in the winter min- maintenance zones, any windrows at the end of driveways greater than 15 centimeters, we would remove. Right. Where we sometimes have difficulty with that is on tertiary routes. They're not considered winter maintenance zones, although they still have residential and they may, and, and people have a uh, misunderstanding that those would be removed. Mm. But the wind roll removal program is only for winter min- maintenance zones. Okay. So clearing off the snow in streets in Fort McMurray, I mean, it's a huge operation, but how big is the winter maintenance team actually? The program itself, even though it's led by roads, it's a multidisciplinary uh, pro- uh, program. Bylaws involved, all of their bylaw officers. Uh, there's also fleets involved, their mechanics and, and fueling people. There's a communication that's involved. Almost every department and branch within the municipality is involved at some degree, even yourself, true communications mm-hmm. with the winter maintenance program. So it's quite huge. At any point in time during a 24-hour period, you'll see approximately 24 to 25 of our operators out there. Roads is one of those departments that's a 24-7 operation, 365 days a year. So what does 24-hour operations mean for roads? What are some of the thing, the tasks that you know, the employees are doing? When it comes to winter maintenance, our primary, secondary, and tertiary routes are the most important. A primary such as Franklin or Confederate Thickwood, mm-hmm. those need to be open. Secondaries are those that goes into neighborhoods such as Paquette, mm-hmm. Alberta Drive. And then you have tertiary routes, which are transit routes and routes that's associated to schools. So those are the most important. Those are the priority areas. Um, it's not much good to clean neighborhood streets up if those roads ain't open, and they need to be open in order for emergency services to able to get to our residents if need be. Then our winter maintenance program, our w, uh, WMZs, though that operation is Monday through Friday, and uh, each zone is broken up into four subzones. Right. And two subzones are active uh, per week. Uh, we have a highway running right through our community. And I think there might be some confusion as to what is the municipal's responsibility and what's the province's responsibility. So maybe we can quickly cover that. Absolutely. Highway 63 is the responsibility of the provincial government. And that is done, they do that through contracting out, or Mm -hmm. their contractors, I should say. That That is not a responsibility of the municipality. Now, anything off of 63 is a municipal responsibility. For example, when you're going up Timberley. Mm-hmm. When you're driving up Timberley, look to your right and you'll see a sign, I believe it says CMA. Mm-hmm. That's where the provincial uh, responsibility ends and the municipal begins. Right. Yeah. So oftentimes when it comes to street sweeping, winter maintenance, line markings and such, uh, it, there's confusion around whose responsibility is what. And can you walk me through how your team would respond to a large snowfall? We always uh, monitor the forecast. Mm-hmm. That's the most important to see how everything is going to go uh, play out during the week. Uh, if it's a large snow event, as I said previously, our primaries, secondaries, and tertiaries must remain open. So as the snow is occurring, 
uh, those, uh, that equipment will be out keeping those pathways open. Once the snow subsides, then we'll start going into cleanup. And what that does is taking snow uh, from cul-de-sacs, tucking it aside, making more of a passable surface on the roadway. So you all must have been very happy when you heard the news from the Weather Network that they were finally updating their radar station. (laughs) We were very happy, exactly. (laughs) Now you can have some accurate readings. The last two to three years, we have uh, activated winter maintenance zones, um, typically beginning November, mid-November. Previous to that, we didn't activate till January. Mm. So even the activation is happening earlier and earlier. Mother Nature is changing. Yeah, definitely. I like to get Mother Nature on the payroll. (laughs) How can we arrange that? (laughs) Because it's kind of kind of interesting. Whereas, you know, we're 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 getting more snow when winter maintenance is being affected, but we're not quite getting the same cold for the winter road. Mm. So it's kind of competing, right? Yeah, she's she's not helping us here. No, not at all. Give us a little bit, Mother Nature, just a little. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break for our municipal minute. Get your holiday decorations ready. Wood Buffalo Communities in Bloom Nominate Your Neighbor program is underway. If there is a home or business with an outstanding holiday display, take a moment to thank them for spreading the festive spirit by submitting a nomination. Submit nominations on the municipal website until December 15th. Tis the season for fun outdoor winter activities. From outdoor rinks and toboggan hills to skating trails and groom trails, there is always lots to do in the region. Explore outdoor recreation areas and check if they are open by using the parks map on the municipal website. The holiday season is a wonderful time of year with festive decorations, lights, and more time spent in the kitchen. Stay safe this holiday season by testing all your smoke and carbon monoxide alarms being careful with your decorations and not placing them near heat sources, placing candles in a safe spot and blowing them out when leaving the room, turning off your lights before going to bed. Thank you for staying safe and happy holidays from Regional Emergency Services. That is today's Municipal Minute. Find more information on these initiatives in the show notes or on rmwb.ca. And if you have questions, call Pulse at 780 743-7000. Aside from weather, what would you say are the biggest challenges that the winter maintenance zone crews face? Uh, There's a couple. Number one would be we do live in the north. We have extreme temperatures. Uh, We do have large snow events. As you could appreciate, minus 40, minus 45 equipment don't necessarily always want to work the way it does. And there is breakages and then that will cause delays. Also, at the same time, uh, we do have uh, a lot of on-street parking in mm-hmm. Fort McMurray, especially in the winter maintenance zone streets, and that can cause delays and that can cause uh, issues when it comes to plowing. So that's the number number two. Number three would be quite often we find that residents will push snow into the roadways, and that slows down our operations. And we do get a lot of calls through Pulse, and have to go back and assess those areas. So that's that's the third for sure. So what is it about residents pushing the snow onto the street that causes delays for your crews? Once they push snow back onto the street, it causes obstacles for people then driving on that street. Mm-hmm. So is there neighbors or, or even emergency vehicles that may, may cause issues, even when it comes to picking up their garbages? It could be snow, it could be in the road, and then we have to go back and clean it up again. Is to make it more passable for our residents and, and our emergency vehicles. Mm. 
So it's it's causing extra work, which means now crews have to go back exactly. when they were already done in area, for example. What can residents do to help our crews? Number one, remove your vehicles on your day. If if everything, all vehicles are off the street, it makes our job 10 times easier. And what time should those be off the street by? On their designated days, those vehicles need to be off the street from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Number two is do not push snow into roadways. That causes obstacles. And number three is that, as I said earlier, this is a long winter in the north. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you see our crews out there, please be patient. At the end of the day, these operators is someone's mom, someone's dad, brother, sister. They want to do what's best. They are residents of this community. So please be kind. Yeah, and I think people forget that too, that there are actual human beings behind those pieces of equipment. They're your neighbors um, and they genuinely have a lot of pride in what they do and they want to do better for their, for their neighbors and their friends and their family. Absolutely. Our municipal crew, our roads department, everyone in public works, we do this job because we want to serve the public mm -hmm. and we take great pride in doing such. Yeah. So we're going to move on to some very commonly asked questions. Why is it that the municipality can't clear snow from all streets the same week that snow arrives? The reason is, is that it's simply impossible. Yeah. We have over 500 streets in Fort McMurray. There's not enough equipment nor manpower to remove it all in a seven-day period. Plus, at the same time, the traffic congestion would be a nightmare. Yeah. And it would be a safety issue. It is logistically, economically physically impossible to do such. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, I know in my neighborhood, I believe I'm on a tertiary street. Mm -hmm. And then I know that there's a secondary street, one over, and then up from that is a primary. Primary, is that what we're calling them? Yes. Pri primary. Yep. Um, so I can only imagine just the logistics of if you decided to clear all of those roads at once, where are people going to park? Exactly. How are they going to access their, their homes? Exactly. It just would be a nightmare. So why are there times when subzones are active, but there's no maintenance happening on the streets? There's a multitude of reasons. Uh, if two subzones are active, uh, let's just say it's a heavy snowfall, or if it's an extreme cold, it could be very well due to equipment breakdown. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but majority of the time, it's because uh, of uh, the amount of vehicles on the street. So if there's, say, if, and the typical subzone could be 21 streets. And we go in and the first street has eight cars, the next one has 10 cars, and the next one only has one car. Simple economy of the scale. While one is getting towed, we jump over to the third street. And again, we're bound by daylight and we're also mm -hmm. bound by uh, noise by or noise restrictions. So we may not be able to get to all those streets. Now, streets that are not hit or, or cleaned or maintained during that one, that uh, time will be on the list to be maintained the next cycle. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think we need to keep in mind that last year was an extraordinary uh, year when it comes to snow. In a typical year, we remove anywhere from two to 220,000 cubic meters of snow. Last year, we removed 570,000 cubic meters, which, yeah. is a, which is astounding. And as I said earlier in our broadcast, we often benchmark against other cities and other towns, and, and we want to know how to do things better. And often people will reach out to us to uh, see how we, they can do things better. On the social media posts for, for Winnipeg, for example, they removed 1.6 million cubic meters of snow. However, they have 10 times the network. With us doing 570,000 cubic meters of snow, we, move, we remove three and a half times as much. Yeah. So that speaks a lot to the program. 
on our website, rmwb.ca slash podcast. I'm actually going to make sure that there's a photo there so that residents can actually see how large mm-hmm. the snow dump was last year. Exactly. Uh, at one point, I took our drone out and got a, a large aerial shot of it, and it was mind-boggling to see how tiny those little tractors or whatever on the hill, <laughs> how tiny they were in comparison to all of the snow. Exactly. I know that it can be difficult to wrap your head around. So how can residents get a better understanding of the program? Are there, is there anywhere they can go or is there any tools that they can rely on? Absolutely. Visit our website for more information. Also, we've uh, issued or mailed out some brochures this year that clearly uh, helps residents understand the program. And as always, phone pulse mm-hmm. uh, if you have any questions regarding the program. The success of this program truly lies with our residents. And the more that the program is understood, the better it will be. In reality, when we ask uh, for you to remove your vehicle, it's up to two days a month. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if, if, that was, if that was achievable, then, then we could do so much more when it came to winter maintenance. Do you have any final words that you want to share with residents, um, you know, about what they can do, um, what we're looking forward to for winter maintenance season? We as the municipality, we are ready for this winter maintenance season. Uh, Our roads department is ready. Our bylaw services are ready. And as I said earlier, pretty much every department or branch within this municipality is involved at some degree with winter maintenance. Uh, Our people are, are ready. Our winter maintenance crews each and every year goes out there and does a fantastic job. Uh, Again, it's a difficult job, but they're out there keeping the streets clean and clear for our residents. And and when they interact with the public, it's it's often uh, quite a pleasurable experience. And it's interesting, too, because uh, the public can really help us out. Uh, Last year, we had an incident where uh, we went on the street. I want to say there was maybe, I think there was 19 vehicles parked on the street, and we just didn't have the time to get to that street because of the amount of vehicles. And one of the residents stopped their truck, our supervisor's truck, mm-hmm. because every, uh, you know, there's supervisors, there's team leads, there's a whole, uh, uh, you know, arsenal of people that goes out to do these jobs. And uh, and they asked, why, why aren't you doing our street today? And we said, well, you know, there's 19 vehicles. Uh, it takes us X amount of time to do this, this street if we had to remove those vehicles. And we just, we just can't do it. It's not mm-hmm. enough time. So that neighbor... <laughs> The neighbor actually said, give me, give me 30 minutes. So he went around, he knocked on all the doors. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and got everybody to move their vehicles. And then he came back, he phoned our operator, or he phoned our team lead and said, yep, they're all moved. And then we ended up going back. Nice. So, again, it's, it's a community involvement. It's community, team effort here. Team effort. Yeah. Sounds like that uh, resident might be up for a citizen award. <laughs> 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 Kudos to whoever you are. So if you want to get any more information about winter maintenance zones or find out when your subzone is active, visit rmwb.ca slash WMZ, and I'll make sure that we have all of the links in the show notes. Should you have any questions, we encourage you to contact Pulse, and they can be reached at 780-743-7000. Uh, any closing remarks, Keith? I, would, I want to thank our residents for a successful program last year, and I want to remind our residents follow the parking restrictions. But also at the same time, uh, again, these individuals who are out on the streets, they're someone's, someone's mom, dad, brother, or sister. Please be kind. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me today, Keith. Thank you. If you'd like more information on the Winter Maintenance Zone program, visit rmwb.ca slash WMZ. There you can find your zone and sign up for WMZ email alerts. 
so you can take the worry out of winter. Make sure you're on Santa's nice list and tune in next week for a special holiday episode of All That and More. Members from the recreation team join me in the studio to talk about what's coming up this holiday season. Hey!